1: Welcome, and welcome, and welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the show. It's Rob Zuccare. It's Rob Zuccare. Show. We are live here on this uh, fabulous March 7th, 2017. Um, I'm thinking we have a battle of the deep state going on. Okay?
2: I'm thinking we have a battle of the deep state. Somebody, somebody got that information to WikiLeaks. Somebody
1: that was part of the CIA. Rather, a former employee or a current employee. But somebody got the information to WikiLeaks. Somebody did. I mean, it's amazing stuff. You, you can't make up what is going on in our government. You
2: can't.
1: From Trump winning... From that day, when everybody said Trump can't win. Hell, go back a year and a half. Go back to the primaries. Go back to the start of the primaries. And every expert, and I mean expert, people that make millions of dollars talking politics, go back to them guaranteeing that Trump would not win. Forget the presidency. They were guaranteeing Trump wouldn't win a single primary. A single primary. They were guaranteeing he wouldn't win a single primary. Then they were guaranteeing once the field dwindled down,
2: He wouldn't even make it to the primaries. So from
1: that day, from that day to now, from that day to now, you can't script this.
2: You can't, it's unfathomable.
1: It really is. It's just unfathomable. I mean, just the fact that a legit outsider won the presidency. A legit outsider who had half the money. They spent half the money that the
2: establishment did. And they won. You can't make this up.
1: Can't make it up. And now we have, rather it's a leak,
2: whatever. But
1: WikiLeaks has documents. I'm sure you've heard it by now, that talks about the CIA. Basically, from 2013 to 2016 using programs, using a malware program where they could listen to our conversations through our smartphones and our smart TVs. I mean, I know this is going to kill some of you, but Jesus Christ, Crazy Alex Jones was talking about this
3: <laughs>
1: months and months and months ago. Crazy Alex Jones, the chemtrail guy, Sandy Hook guy, the 9-11 guy, <laughs> the guy that screams and yells and beats his chest. <laughs> he was talking about this and every was like, ah, come on, (laughs) you crazy bastard. And now we find out that the CIA, primarily 2013 to 2016, the Obama, (laughs) the the Obama era. hmm, and Trump's been talking about wiretapping him. They've been wiretapped. They've been tapping my wires. This is going to blow up, man. I think this is about to blow up. I think the Obama crew, I think Democrats, I think people in the deep state on the left, are freaking
2: they never expected trump to win
1: they never expected trump to win he wasn't supposed to win so all of this only blows up if trump wins and you remember from nate silver on down
2: There is a 98.7% chance that Hillary Clinton is going to win the election. The only way this all blows up
1: is if Trump wins the election. If Hillary wins,
2: it doesn't blow up. If Hillary
1: wins, everything is back to normal. Everything stays the same. If Hillary wins, you have the elites, you have the establishments, to all status quo. The only way this all blows up is if Donald Trump wins. And now you're starting to see everything unravel. And the media is doing their best to try to keep this all <laughs> together. They don't know what to do. Hell, I watched Katie Turd, I'm sorry, Katie Turd today, actually tell a senator or a congressman, whatever the hell he is, that no media outlets have been linking Trump
2: to colluding with Russians
1: over the election. I actually saw Katie Purd from MSNBC say, what media outlets please tell what media outlets are linking uh, Donald Trump or donald Trump are you are you, are, are you kidding me?
2: All these people know everything is going to explode.
1: And as far as I'm concerned, the most important thing in this WikiLeaks dump, the thing that's the most shocking, the thing that's the most, wait a minute, hold on is the fact
2: that the CIA created programs that makes
1: it look like Russia is conducting cyber attacks or China or Israel or whoever the fat guy in the basement trying to get nude pictures of
2: Jennifer Lawrence. So here you got the CIA with a program
1: that goes and eavesdrops, hacks, whatever you want to call Because nowadays, it's word games, eavesdropping, spying, hacking. Obama, the administration, the FBI. You ha- it's it's just word games. So if if you don't use the precise language, then it's
2: false. It's it's
1: lie. Because that's where the media is right now. They're desperate. And they're on the ropes. The
2: Democrats, they're on the ropes. So the
1: only thing they got left is word games. Trump said Obama ordered wiretaps. There's no evidence of Obama ordering wiretaps. Okay. Was there a Pfizer request? Nobody will answer that was Manafort's phone calls tapped. Nobody will answer that. Were the computers at the Trump Tower, were were they scrubbed, kind of like uh, the Justice Department did to James Rosen's computer? Won't answer that. Nobody will answer that. They, They deflect that. They just go to, there's no evidence. That Obama wiretapped Trump's phone. They're just taking that. And they're saying, there's no evidence of this. So what Trump is saying is false. It's very dangerous for a president to do that. You got the Joe Scarborough cheerleader, Mika Brzezinski, with the tears in her
4: eyes. <laughs> All
1: right, I got my thoughts on that. Them two. I got thoughts on them, too. Scarborough, I'm telling you, Scarborough's going to run in 2020. He's going to run for 2020 for the Democrats. Watch. Watch. But we'll get to that uh, later.
2: But think about
1: that. The CIA has programs where they could turn the microphones on in our phone, in our you know smartphones, the Samsung, they keep saying the Samsung smart TVs, phones. They can listen. They can go through. Eh, this is just mind boggling. And at the end of the day, they can make it look like it was the Russians. Yes, that word. That the Democrats and the media loved the, the Russians,
3: the Russians,
1: the Russians. Yes, I'm only 43. So, uh, you know, back in the 80s, I don't have a, a lot of recollection. But what I do recall is when we were actually in a Cold War, when we were actually, you know, close to, I don't want to say nuclear war, although there were TV show after TV show about what if. But back then, I never heard this,
3: Russians, the Russians, the Russians.
2: And technically,
1: you could go to Russia right now. Russia, They, they could come here. Technically, like Russia, they're not an ally. But they're not some place that's on a list where if you go there, you know, all hell's gonna break loose. For Jesus Christ, I, I could order chicks and fly him to just fly him and marry him. I, I so I, I mean, and now you you hear Russia like it's the the
2: Cuban missile crisis. And here's the CIA. With a program to every single American.
1: And if somebody goes, "Hey man, I think somebody was spying on you." I did, th- "Hey, I th- Wait, we could trace all the Russians. That's, that's that's amazing. That's amazing.
2: That is amazing.
1: They have a program to make it look like the Russians are spying on us.
2: How the hell? After this revelation, how can anybody take that report that says
1: the Russians hacked John Podesta's email. The Russians hacked the DNC computers. How can anybody now say that is definitively the Russians? Because don't forget, we still haven't seen any evidence. The deep state won't give us any evidence. We don't see any evidence of what was talked about with Flynn
2: and Sergey.
1: We don't get to see that conversation. And the whole Russians hacked the DNC. The Russians hacked John Podesta's computer. The election. They wanted Donald Trump to win.
3: How do we know all of
1: this? When it just comes out that the CIA legit has programs so that they could get into computers, they could get into smartphones, they can get into TVs, and then make it look like the Russians did it.
2: How do we know?
1: that this wasn't the CIA that hacked
2: the DNC. How do we know that there is not a legitimate deep state war going on?
1: Because for every member of Team Obama, Team Clinton, Team Democrat, there's got to be a few Team Trump, Team Republican. You can't tell me that everybody in the intelligence agency is Team Democrat.
2: You can't tell me that. can't tell me that. So how do we know that they're not going back and forth. We don't. We don't.
1: And the only thing. We as Americans. Have to go by. Is hack tapper going. This never happened. There is no proof. Rachel Maddow. There is no That's it. You only have what the New York Times tells you, the Washington Post tells you, CNN tells you. And they've been proven wrong. They've been proven to
2: be full of crap. They've been proven to be working with Democrats. I and mean, we went over it yesterday as far as the New York Times. Donald Trump no evidence. That President Obama wired his offices,
1: and then you bring the article that says the FBI is leading the investigation, aided by the National Security Agency, the CIA, and the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Unit. The investigators have accelerated their efforts in recent weeks, but. No conclusive evidence of wrongdoing. The official said, one official said intelligence reports were based on some of the wiretapped communications. They've been provided to the White House. So you go, well, you guys just talked about wiretap. Yes, but we didn't say Obama.
2: So at this point,
1: we don't know nothing. You can't trust anyone, so when you see a report
2: that goes, well, according to uh this no evidence. Well, who says that? Who says that? Who says there's no evidence Who says there's no evidence? The very same people
1: that created programs. To spy on Americans, spy on everyone, and then make it look like the Russians, or make it look like the Chinese,
2: or make it look like the fat guy in the basement? Are you kidding
1: me? I mean, seriously, it's 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 insane. It's, it's it's absolutely
2: insane, absolutely insane.
1: So we don't know if there's a battle going on amongst the deep state. Don't know. But somebody got this treasure trove of CIA information to WikiLeaks. Somebody did.
2: Somebody did. And I got to imagine that the people that did it, are
1: battling with other people that are part of the deep state, but they're on the left side.
2: But this is some incredible stuff.
1: They never anticipated Trump would win from their minds.
2: wasn't even in the realm of possibilities.
1: So the fact that there was all of this stuff just laying around, basically a crime scene that just had a lot of evidence laying everywhere.
2: But hey, why do we need to clean it up?
1: Why would Loretta Lynch have to clean anything up? Let's face it. They all had a deal where she would still be on as the attorney general once Hillary Clinton
2: won and became the president.
1: Remember, this is somebody that got elevated to the position she was in. I'm not talking about attorney general, but to the point where she could become attorney general by Bill Clinton. This is somebody that's had a past with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. What do you think they talked about on that plane? Grandchildren that she doesn't have? Oh, we talked about our grandkids. You don't have grandkids. What are you talking about? He just randomly just sat there, and Bill Clinton talked about his grandkid. Oh, okay. That whole conversation was about, hey, you're not going to go after Hillary, and when Hillary becomes president again, gotta remember, is nasty and 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 it's dirty. And as vengeful as Obama is, the Clintons are the masters. I mean, they are the
3: masters.
1: got to be a reason that after all these years,
2: nobody has ever come out with the goods on Hillary
1: Clinton or Bill Clinton. And when they do, it's always dismissed as a disgruntled, you know, a-hole. Rather, it's Dick Morris or the Secret Service guy, Gary Breen. There's a reason that a Stephanopoulos or a D.D. Myers, you know, individuals like them that were close. Have never come out with anything other than, oh yeah, there was this time and Hillary was upset and she said, mother effer. Big deal.
2: What do you think Bill Clinton said on that plane? He said, hey, Loretta, here's the thing. You go after Hillary. Okay? You try to play this game.
1: We're going to push back. Our friends are going to push back. We're going to have
2: everybody there to push back.
1: And ultimately, she's still going to win the presidency. Nobody's going to vote for Donald Trump. And when she becomes president, She's going to torture you. Now, granted, was it said in these types of (laughs) words? No.
2: But I will repeat, nobody thought Donald Trump was going to win, let alone, let alone, Come close. So, why would anybody think about doing anything against Hillary Clinton? Of course, of course. Going to do whatever for Hillary
1: Clinton, she's going to be the president. And if you're a Loretta Lynch or you're anybody in any of those positions,
2: there's not a snowball's
1: shot in hell. Snowball's, snowball's chance in hell that you would do anything to go against Hillary Clinton because there's no way that Donald Trump was going to win. There's no way.
2: Wasn't going to happen. So why would any of these people prepare Where if they
1: lose, they've got to kind of clean up the mess. So that's why what's happening now is actually happening. Seems like everything with the Democrats in the Obama administration is starting to unravel. Because they didn't have to worry. There was no way Trump was going to win. There was no way. Absolutely no way. No way. So now here we are, and you have a battle going on involving the deep state. It's just amazing. It really is. The media is going to downplay the hell out of it. But
2: (laughs) amazing, my friends. It's amazing,
1: absolutely amazing. So, it's Rob's case. It's Rob's Careys show. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll get to some other pretty amazing things that are going on. We'll we'll come back to this uh, CIA report. We'll we'll come back to it. But a couple other things I wanted to get to that we didn't get a chance to get to. Uh, yesterday, so uh we'll get back it all it all it's all together, so don't go away It's Rob scared's Rob scary, scary. She- uh, we're we'll back in a uh in a jiffy Yeah. Uh-huh. build
4: the wallet it's got ten feet higher build the wallet it's got ten feet strong build the wallet it's got ten feet i My daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah That's just the beginning Builds the wallet, just got ten My daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah That's just the beginning Build the wall, just got ten feet higher Build the wallet, just got ten feet strong Build the wallet, just got ten feet higher And build and build and build and just build the wall America,
1: Great Again We are back, ladies and gentlemen This is carry Zuckeri's Carey Show Um all right, so listen. Earlier, I kind of, uh, I I, I kind of touched on it a little, and I wanted to uh, uh, touch on a touch on a little bit uh, more. So, Joe Scarborough. Now, the guy's a Republican, or at least he used to be a Republican, or or he says. I'm I'm not real sure. What he is, but
2: every single day, this guy goes on his Twitter
1: and attacks Trump in such an unbelievably vicious, vicious way. And this is somebody who used to be friends with Trump. This is somebody that will go to Mar-a-Lago and hang out with Trump.
2: This is somebody that got heat
1: because they said he was uh, giving Trump softball questions during uh, one of their little town halls they did with him. And now, it's like a 360. I I mean, it's literally a 360.
2: Every day. Every day. He talks about Trump.
1: Talks about, uh, uh, you know, even even other republic. Let me just give you a taste. Instead of great signs and wonders, we get false tweets and plagiarized press releases. Even false prophets aren't what they used to be. Sad. Mm. Jeff Sessions volunteered that he was a campaign surrogate. Then he volunteered that he had not met a Russian official some trick question. Have Republicans in Congress spoken to their children about how the president casually lying is uh, abhorrent or that truth still matters? Where are the Republicans in Congress who will demand that their president stop lying as a routine matter? Of course. Now that tweet was based off of Trump making it seem that the 122 Gitmo detainees that have engaged in militant activity since they were released was under Obama. was watching a Fox News report and Trump said in a tweet, 120 vicious prisoners released by the Obama administration from Gitmo have returned to the battlefield. Just another terrible decision. So this set Joe Scarborough off because Not all of those prisoners released by Obama have gone back and engaged in fighting, and all of those prisoners were released by Obama. Some were released by George W. Bush.
2: So let's let
1: Scarborough just go nuts. And today, when Spicer was asked about it, he said the president, um, let's see, said, "I'd uh, say he said obviously." Okay, so he said, uh, "Press secretary Sean Spicer said President Trump will not offer a correction when he was asked about the tweet during the br- uh, briefing Tuesday." Obviously, the president meant in to- totality the number that had been released on the battlefield. That's upsetting everybody. Or at least Joe Scarborough. And I'm thinking to myself, imagine how many times Obama lied.
2: Just, just imagine how many times. Obama lied
1: imagine how many times the media rather it's New York Times Washington Post CNN feed remember the 32 page dossier girls peeing on each other for Trump imagine oh All of these people, all of these organizations, how many times they lied.
2: Now, they don't call it lying. Ever heard anybody in the media talk about Obama and the
1: lies. They don't call it lies keep your insurance. If you like your insurance, you can keep your insurance. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Never heard the media describe that statement from Obama as a lie. And the Washington Post did a whole thing on this Trump tweet that got Scarborough so upset about and would upset the Washington Post was the fact that Trump did this to make Obama look
2: bad. And there
1: used to be a non-written rule that you don't make your predecessor look bad. And I'm thinking to myself, that's pretty rich coming from the Washington Post and this this decorum that Trump is supposed to have, considering everything the media, everything the Democrats, and Obama is doing to undermine his presidency. I mean, just the fact that he's living a couple miles away from the White House, Washington, D.C., Valerie Jarrett has moved in. They are using one of their PACs. One of their political PACs that worked to elect Obama and to help promote his policies throughout his presidency has basically been tweaked a little, renamed a little,
2: but they're going to be out there
1: Pushing against and Joe Scarborough and the Washington Post are all butt hurt because uh, Trump said something that they feel was misleading
2: to make Obama look bad. The 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 audacity of these people, seriously. The audacity of these people,
3: Scarborough,
1: ten, twenty times a day, okay, was after Trump. And on his morning
2: show, Him and his little girlfriend there, Mika Brzezinski, go after Trump.
1: And here's my prediction. Scarborough is going to run for president in 2020. Right now, what he's doing is making his shift from being a Republican
2: to that of a Democrat. He is setting himself up to run in 2020. Now, my prediction,
1: we will never know for about three years, but mark my words, you got to understand something. Trump getting elected has opened the door for visions of grandeur for so many people. So many people now actually feel that they can be president because of Trump. I mean, you've heard the Oprah uh, interview. Oprah did the interview, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? They were playing it all over uh, you know, different outlets. Of her saying, well, I never really thought about it before. You know, you you, you got a, this preparation or that preparation. and But now, I go, hmm. What do you think, Oprah's the only one who's sitting there going, you know, hell, Trump could win. So, right now, mark my words, Joe Scarborough is sitting there going, okay, I have a morning show. I have a platform.
2: I was a congressman. I have a bit of a personality here. If I completely
5: flip.
1: I was pro-Trump, and let's face it, the moment that Scarborough decided, I'm going to despise Trump, I'm going to oppose Trump, it's not like all of a sudden Trump, uh, you know, did something uh, th- that—Trump has always been the exact same person. Now, Scarborough, has his own BS excuse to say, well, it was the time that he— one after the the gold star family uh member which we'll get to him in the next segment the genghis khan guy
2: khan exactly what he khan
1: but trump was all when, when joe scarborough was hanging out at mar-a-largo with mika brzezinski and i'm not talking about Political stuff, you know. Oh, we're we're there to get. I'm talking about stuff that was under the radar, where they would just go and hang out. I got a friend, okay. This is a legit, an anonymous source. It's actually not that anonymous. He owns a a boxing site called Boxing Insider, so it's not that anonymous. Named Larry. He's a he's 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 a, a big shot in New York. Uh and uh in Florida. So he actually will go to these places. Like he 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 goes to Mar Largo and and he goes uh to the, the Trump Towers and all these places in New York. And one time he sent me pictures from Mar Largo of uh of uh Scarborough and Brzezinski there. It wasn't a political
2: event. So
1: Scarborough, in his mind, made the decision, okay, Democrats have nothing.
2: Out of the blue. Kind of like how Obama
1: did. But if you're eyeing up the field, what do you got? Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, I know this is going to sound funny, but Al Franken, if you don't think Al Franken is sitting there going, I could be president. When Trump won, it opened the door for all of these people to go, well, if he... Could win the presidency. No political experience, reality TV star, and have all that baggage. Grab him by the peas, kiss this girl here, all the baggage. Why the hell can I, Al Franken, a sitting senator, Saturday Night Live writer, why can't I run for president? Why is that far fetched? So you're basically going to have Franken, you're going to have Warren, you're going to have Booker,
2: maybe you get
1: that uh, that Castro kid, who everybody said Hillary should have picked for uh, her VP instead of Kane. That was it, Julian Castro?
2: Scarborough sitting there going, okay.
1: All right. Well, what about me? I could easily, I could easily flip, run as a Democrat, but still have some Republican ideology. Girlfriend, who then will be my wife, Mika Brzezinski, is a diehard Democrat. Her dad was a diehard Democrat. She'll be a phenomenal first lady and a phenomenal surrogate out convincing people to vote for me. Slam dunk. I'm telling you guys, that is what Scarborough is thinking. He's thinking 2020, I'm going to run president. Remember, if you get into politics and you're a congressman, senator, if anybody tells you that that's their dream, like, their dream is to be a senator for 30, 40 years. They're they're full of crap. If you get into politics, even at the state level, you're some half, half-assed state legislator like uh, Evan DeLeon out here in California, your dream is one day to run for president.
2: That's the dream.
1: That's why Scarborough has flipped so much to where his Twitter feed and that show is all about Trump, Trump, Trump. Like I said, when Trump uh, talks about the detainees, Scarborough goes, hello, is there anybody in there? Hashtag comfortably dumb. Then he tweets, Trump sits in the White House with access to unlimited information, yet he lies about easy, verifiable fact.
2: He can't make Obama look bad. That's wrong. Talking like a Democrat.
1: I mean, even when he said GOP's day so far, the president at war with the FBI, fallout from false tap tweets, and Ben Carson calls slaves immigrants. I mean, that's a Democrat talking point. How many times today have you seen what Obama said as far as immigrants a few years ago and what Ben Carson said. And you're talking about close. All day. People have been playing what Obama said versus what Ben Carson said. And here's Scarborough echoing, parroting a Democrat talking point. So you tell me that Scarborough's not flipping. That Scarborough's not sitting there going, "I gotta position myself till I can run in two thousand and twenty. Mark my words, and he's got the Washington Post behind I'm telling you mark my words. I know it's gonna take us a few years to find out,
2: but mark my words. It's Rob's scary. It's Rob's scary show. We'll be right back. I'm telling you, it's going to happen.
1: Trust me. It's going to happen. We'll be right back. And I want to talk about con. I want to talk about con. And, um, and it's so funny because the con story was, was incredible BS. When it got, pushed out there. And like I said, it, it, it's you know what, let's just, just let's take it to a quick break and then we'll, we'll 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 talk about this. Quick break and then we'll be back. It's not all get nuts here. It's going to be quick and then we'll uh, uh, talk about this. All right, it's Rob's Gary Rob's Gary Show. Yeah. Are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget, you can follow us on uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can also follow us on Spreaker. You just go to Spreaker and you uh, type in the Rob Zakari Show. So when you do that, uh, you will um, find the program, and then you can click on it and, you know, enjoy it. <laughs> you can you can enjoy it, and I promise you will love it. And you could also go to iTunes. You could go to uh, um, oh god, I don't know where else. To, I don't know Facebook. I guess you, the, all those places. All right. So remember, and it's so funny because we talked about what uh, the Quran says and, and, and the concept that. Now, Muslims
0: um,
1: are, are basically permitted to lie. They're actually encouraged to lie when protecting uh, Muhammad or
3: um,
1: Islam. I know I'm kind of paraphrasing concept of lying and it being encouraged for the greater good of the religion. There's something that seems to be happening an awful lot. Now, remember a few months ago, you had a girl in New York, Muslim girl, that claimed she was uh, assaulted on a subway train by Trump supporters. It's always Trump supporters. Trump supporters, they, they assaulted her. And then she had to flee. She had to get off the train. And she fled. And I think they threatened to light her on fire. Or might That, that might have been another story. Because there were two of them. But
2: anyways, it turned out that that girl was full of crap. It, it was fake.
1: It was fake news. And of course, CNN, ABC, NBC, Washington Post, New York Times, Buzzfeed, Daily Beast. The list goes on and on and on and on. Reporting on it. Look what Donald Trump's America is. Look what Donald Trump is causing. Blah, 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 blah. And then of course, when it comes out as being fake, it gets very minimal coverage. I'm not going to say it didn't get any coverage but it got minimal coverage. The amount of coverage of when it happened versus
2: the coverage of it being a fake, we are talking
1: 70-30. So the girl says it was, you know, it's horrible this, blah, 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 so it's fake. And all because all because she didn't want to get in trouble by her father. So she made up the story because she was late. God knows what she was doing. And God knows what her father would do to her to come up with such a story and get national attention. And you all know about honor killings and things of that nature. So who the hell knows what the punishment will be? When you seen the girl in court, her head was shaved, her eyebrows are shaved. So apparently that's one form of punishment in the Muslim world. So that was caught. Then you have recently... The fencing girl. You know, the Olympic fencer. You know, fencing. Like, they're sword fighting. And she did an interview. And it got attention. Time Magazine uh, printed it. Tweeted it. BuzzFeed talked about it. Daily Beast. All the likely suspects. That... She was detained at the airport, travel ban. She went through this whole story.
2: And after a few conservative websites put the timeline together, if it did happen, it
1: didn't happen under Trump's watch, Because when the timeline was put together, Trump wasn't even president then. The ban did not go into place then. So she either made up the story, or it happened, but it was under Obama's watch.
2: Either way, it got called BS. And after a few people reported on it, it died out, vanished. Again, a 70-30, maybe an 80-20 on that one. So
1: now we have a third Muslim BS claim. Remember the father, Kazira Khan. Remember the Democrats used a gold star family as a prop. Remember, you know how they claim that Trump used that woman when he spoke to the joint sessions a, a week ago. Oh, how did he use her as a prop? And oh, that was her Bill, uh, Bill Maher did it. Michael Moore did it. I mean, he had countless, countless people on the left trashing that woman. And yet, man, they were just happy as hell for Khan to get up at the Democratic National Convention and hold his little constitution up Donald Trump, do you not know? I mean, that was a prop. He was used as a prop. That was stagecraft. Having the constant, what, does this guy travel around with the little pocket constitution? Of course not. Okay? Stop. So, this guy, all right? And it's funny because now it's coming to the point Where the Washington Post has to, like, catch the BS because they're getting so much crap about being such propagandists for the Democrats that they got to bury one of their own.
2: You know that phrase, take one for the team? Democrats are
1: becoming, well, they've they've had the, the hatred. They've had the anger. But they are to the point, they can't contain themselves. You've seen the video. I posted the video of that girl at that, that protest,
5: screaming
1: at the top of her lungs for three minutes. She's like, Wah! she's got her middle fingers up. and she, I mean, it, it's like blood curling, screaming.
4: Scream, just scream. Wah!
1: Wah! That's how the Democrats are now. That's how the Jake Tappers are. The Brian Seltzers are. The Rachel Maddows are. They, they 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 can't see straight. They, they are that girl. Now, of course, they can't sit there and scream for three minutes into the camera. But just the things that they're doing, you know, Jake Tapper, I mean, the, the stuff they're doing takes them out of the realm of, well, I'm a reporter, to being an
2: advocate, being a partisan. And they're all being outed to the point where no one believes them.
1: No one trusts them. So now the Washington Post actually has to bury one of their own. Remember Washington Post? Democracy dies in darkness. Remember they did the story, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago about the CIA uh, 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 officer who's worked for Republicans and Democrats, but he just can't, he just can't stay working for Donald Trump. So he quit and he's, oh my God, and he's, this this is a big,
2: big article. And then
1: everybody found out, well, the Washington Post got outed, that the guy donated thousands and thousands of dollars to the Hillary Clinton campaign. So the Washington Post doing the story of this, you know, guy that doesn't care about Democrats, Republicans, he just cares about his job and doing the right thing. It was all BS. It was fake news. So... And so the Washington Post actually had to put a retraction and say, "Hey, we didn't tell you guys, but he donated money to Hillary Clinton." So now they're to the point where when they report on something and it turns out to be extreme BS, they got to call it out. So they they're 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 having to throw one of their own under the bus. So. Kazir Khan, okay, has been claiming that his travel privileges are being reviewed by the U.S. authorities. And that forced him to cancel a scheduled speech in Tehran. So he announced this yesterday. And of course, it coincided. With Trump and his new executive order on the travel ban, and of course, everybody picked this up. Oh, look, see, look what Trump's doing! Wow, it's just like what they're doing with these, uh, uh, you know, immigration stories that you're hearing. This person was picked up, a father. Dropping his child off at school was picked up. Oh, oh my God. And then you get deep into the story. You're finding out that these people had detainers. Like, they, they were already ordered to leave. It's just, it wasn't enforced. Or they got criminal records. And they were, well... Order to, I mean, all of these people Already been on the outs But the Obama administration For whatever reason In those last few years Basically told uh, The ICE officers And Department of Homeland Security And so forth and so on Eh, don't worry about them Don't worry about these people So when Trump came in, and Trump and the new Department of Homeland Security uh, uh, official, the boss, when he said, listen, we got to enforce our immigration rules. We got to enforce, you know, we just do the job. Forget enacting new stuff. Just do the job. Do what's already on the table. And the ICE, uh, Department of Homeland Security officer said, okay. So all they did was then said, okay, in this state, in this city, where are all the people that have detainer orders, who already have, uh, the, they've already gone to court, and the judge has already said they got to go? Uh, right here, sir. These 70 people,
2: okay, go get them. Go get them.
1: We we don't have to uh, do raids. We don't have to be a a Gestapo unit. Just do what's already on the books. If these people have already been ordered to leave, if these people have already gone through the process and they've already been told, you got to go, well,
2: go get them. Go get the low-hanging fruit. So that's all they're doing.
1: You know, I seen a report yesterday, of course Jake Tapper tweets it out and it says a US soldier who fought for this country uh in two tours of duty is fighting deportation. That like that that's it. If I, you know what? Let me get it. Ex- hold on. I mean, this this sea sucker man. He tweets so much against Trump. Uh, it's you know to go through here. <laughs> but the to, the to, to go to go through here. Let's see if I can find it. Hold on. Because it's pretty misleading. Again, it's 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 one of those stories and I know, I know, I know, I'm, I'm getting away from the Genghis Khan, um, uh, bit, and we'll be back there, and this is all part of it. We'll be back there. Just relax, okay? Relax. All right. Hold on. do <gasps> Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Ba 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 ba. Good times, man. Uh, uh, on healthcare. I know, I know, guys. I'm sorry. I'm almost there, I think. Like I said, this, this, this hack tap, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like everything is. this, that, blah, blah,
2: blah.
1: Um, Bah, bah, bah. Trump believes Claims, d h s uh then- incredulous i love them they just have no
2: um they have no uh
1: like legit um they 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 have no um legit sources so you know they they do a story with an anonymous source it's always BS. All right, uh, where was it? Man, I'm just, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it says veteran fighting deportation after two tours in Afghanistan. So you're like, whoa, man. So they just they just oh this guy's an illegal. Let's pick him up. Let's deport him. So that's fake. Like, tapper hack tapper tweets so now if you read the story because it's from abc news a group of soldiers family community members came together saturday to fight a deportation order for a former u.s soldier our private first class morel perez jr was born in mexico grew up in chicago on monday perez faces a deportation hearing because he committed a non-violent drug offense so you're like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, little misleading. Little misleading. You make it sound like, oh, this guy served our country. Now he's do it. But hold on. So the guy is, is, is up to no good. Okay. Now, I know he's one of our soldiers. He's, but. Again, you can't put out a story and make it seem like all of a sudden there's immigration forces running around just grabbing people for no reason. Well, there's obviously a reason. Obviously a reason. It's
2: obviously a reason.
1: Now I'm not saying I agree, I'm not but I'm just showing you how they're very misleading when they're talking about the immigration stuff. Very misleading. Cause it makes it sound like somebody was just sitting there minding their own business. And all of a sudden the doors get kicked open. You're dealing with people. That have committed crimes, they're here illegally. Just the fact that they're here illegally is a crime, but put that aside. People that are here illegally, they commit a crime, or a judge orders them to be deported. So ICE is picking the low hanging fruit, which is the people that are either in trouble, gotten in trouble or have been ordered to leave, and they're hitting those people first. Duh. I I mean, it's just common sense. Just common sense, but back to Genghis Khan. So this story makes its way to all the media outlets, all the TV shows. Look what Trump's doing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it seemed a little sketchy. Like, like like it seemed like fake news. It seemed like the Muslim girl in New York City being threatened to be burned alive or the fencing girl. Because in theory, uh, the new executive order really has nothing to do with Genghis Khan. I mean, Genghis Khan doesn't fall in... Any aspect of the travel ban,
2: just it, it just doesn't.
1: Just the fact that the guy was born in Pakistan, and Pakistan is not even on the list. The fact that the guy was going to Canada,
2: Toronto, Canada. So. nobody vetted it
1: before everybody ran with the story and somebody must have said to the washington post hey guys you know this is bs you know this is bs and for the fact that we printed it we're going to get heat we don't need this heat we we already got the heat for everything else we're doing, we don't need this heat. So the article says, the announcement on Monday coincided with President Trump's rewritten order on the temporary ban of entry of citizens from Muslim-majority nations in the United States. Khan has been a U.S. citizen for more than 30 years and was born in Pakistan, which is not one of the six nations. Well, I said that. Ramsey Talks, the organizer of the event, khan was to speak at seemed to take khan at his word on monday and included a statement from him in a cancellation post on facebook this turn of events is not just a concern to me but to all fellow americans who cherish our freedom to travel aboard said to khan i have not been given any reason as to why i am grateful for your support and look forward to visiting toronto in the near future the claim, which does not state which U.S. agency contacted him, immediately raised doubts about how it was possible that a U.S. citizen was being prevented from traveling abroad. On Tuesday, Bob Ramsey, who runs Ramsey Talk, said he didn't know the specifics of Khan's predicament. I don't know exactly who conducted the review, but in speaking with Mr. Khan, it was certainly U.S. authorities. That's all I know. As questions about his motivations for making the claim swirl, Khan refused to elaborate on his initial statement to the Washington Post and other occasions. A more detailed request for classification clarification did not receive an immediate response Tuesday afternoon. That was today. It is unclear whether Khan has previously traveled outside the United States since he was naturalized. U.S. citizens don't need visas to enter canada or even the electronic travel authorizations required for other foreign visitors there as a general rule the united states cannot prevent passport holding citizens from traveling if they have not been charged with a crime Public records indicate that khan has no criminal history either at the federal level in Charlottesville where he lives or in Silver springs his previous place of residence furthermore the u.s customs and border patrol told politico that, as a rule, it does not contact travelers before their trips. The Canadian Foreign Ministry also denied issuing any review of Khan's ability to travel there. We are unaware of any restrictions regarding this traveler. Khan's son, Human, was killed in 04 while in Bugaba, Iraq. He was uh, posthumously awarded a Bronze Star and a Purple Heart for saving the lives of other soldiers. Since the convention in July, Khan has appeared widely on television as a public event in which he has spoken against immigration and immigration rights.
3: Uh,
1: Adam Freeman contributed reporting from Ottawa. Julie Tate contributed reporting from Washington. So, this story of Khan having the U.S. authorities reviewing his travel privileges is BS this is fake news
2: another Muslim lying lying to
1: promote, to protect to push Islam as the victim and as the Americans the infidels the Donald Trumps, as being
2: evil. This is four.
1: Girl on the train, the person that said they were threatened to be lit on fire, because I just got an email that said there are two different uh, hoaxes, the fencing girl, and now Genghis Khan. So you got four. You got four. Muslim stories
2: for hoaxes that the media had no problem reporting on
1: and making it a big story as the poor oppressed muslim the big bad uh trump america this is horrible what the hell kind of country do we live in Blah, blah, blah. Every single one of these have turned out to be BS. Lie. Crap. Fugazi. Fake.
2: Every single one of them. Not one. Not two. Not three. Four. Every single one of them.
1: I think it's a pretty big deal to me. All right, it's Rob It's Rob Zakari, will be right. Oh, <coughs> God, excuse me. We'll be right back after, uh, <laughs> After, uh, um, after, uh, I don't know, something. Ted Cruz booed.
5: And to those listening, please don't stay home in November. If you love our country and love your children as much as I know that you do, stand and speak and vote your conscience, vote for candidates up and down the ticket who you trust to defend our freedom and to be faithful to the Constitution. the New York delegation. And I will tell you, it is love of freedom that has allowed millions to achieve their dreams. Like my mom, the first in her family to go to college. And my dad, who's here tonight, who fled prison and torture in Cuba, coming to Texas with just $100 sewn into his underwear. And it is love that I hope will bring comfort to a grieving nine-year-old girl in Dallas. And, God willing, propel her to move forward and dream, and soar, and make her daddy proud, we must make the most of our moments to fight for freedom, to protect our God-given rights, even of those with whom we... All
1: right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. That was, of course... Um, <laughs> that was the uh what's it called uh Ted cruz at the the uh convention where he wouldn't endorse Trump and he started hearing the people booing and it was uh it was one of those uh <laughs> it was one of those it's pretty good yeah uh' obviously it's all this is pretty good all right, so two things. Two things, and I mean
2: one. Are the Democrats,
1: Slash, New York Times, so, and I mean so incredibly unhinged that they are promoting
2: somebody? a felony so that somehow
1: they can embarrass, destroy, or maybe even both to Donald Trump. Now, yesterday, yesterday, actually it was the day before, but we didn't talk about it yesterday, we ran out of time, we were just talking about the wiretaps, 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 the definition of wiretaps, Nicholas, Nicholas Christoff. now if you've ever seen this guy, oh my man, okay, they just, uh, Just a just a very unappealing human being. The way he looks, the way he sounds, just everything about him, where he carries himself. Again, I'm no Brad Pitt. I get it, but just the the overall presentation of this guy, okay, is is. It's stomach turning that's all I'm gonna say, okay, Just beyond a bleeding heart liberal like you can't like you you find a liberal, oh are you a liberal, and you just imagine rather it's you know bernie sanders or 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 whoever imagine you know just the the jerk off of jerk off liberals, this guy. It's times 10. It's times 10. So he tweets out, because he's going back and forth with um, some other you know, political hack. If you're in the IRS and have a certain president's tax return that you'd like to leak, my address is... New York Times, 620 8th Avenue, New York near 10018. So here's the New York Times. Here's
2: a liberal soliciting somebody to commit a felony. I mean this is astonishing to me this is astonishing to me I, I mean i mean just replace well okay back page you guys all know back page craigslist
1: the section where people uh, solicit sex. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm, I'm you know, $60 an hour. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I know, I use my name. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rob. There's a website that I can't remember if it's called Red Book or Red something out in San Francisco. It was it was it was a hooker site, and the guys went to jail.
2: Like you can't solicit a crime.
1: You can't solicit a crime. And I know some people go, oh, it's just tax returns. But for an IRS agent
2: to remove somebody's tax
1: return and then Um, give it, I don't care if it's a reporter or if it's just somebody on the street. It's a felony. That's a felony. And then if you add in the newspaper, internet, and somebody then taking that tax return and reprinting it.
2: It's another felony. And
1: this is where we are today. This is the the the, the I, I think hatred. I think hatred is too soft of a word.
2: Seriously, I, I I think it's it's too soft of a word. The Democrats, the media, are so enraged. How's that? so enraged
1: that they are now soliciting people
2: to break the law. Again,
1: in all my years on earth, in all my years on earth, I would never, ever thought, ever, ever, never,
2: ever, ever, ever thought.
1: I would be witnessing a paper of record. Remember, New York Times likes to pride themselves on being the paper of record. The paper of record. I never thought I I would ever see the paper of record. Actively soliciting people to break the
2: law. It's fascinating
1: to me. <laughs> it's it's just it's it's fascinating to me. I, I I just I can't imagine if you flip the roles if if you reversed everything that's going on if if you had a democrat president and and you basically had republicans
2: okay and people who are not democrats doing
1: what the democrat you know you you can't even imagine it because there there, there is no universe there is no alternate reality where we on the right control the media, so you can't. It's it's it, you can't even you can't even put ourselves in that position because we don't control the media, and you can't even go well. What if we controlled CNN and what if we controlled Late Night TV and what if we? You can't. You you like you can't. You just can't. You can't do that flip. You Can't do that flip. It's 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 impossible. You could only do the well. What if a Republican senator did this? Or what if uh, you know uh, uh, a Republican president did that? Or or, or 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 whatever. But you can't. You really just can't. You can't do the roles reverse because. We never will ever control the
2: media. And the only
1: way Democrats exist, the only way their policies exist, the only way any of that exists is because they control the media. And without controlling the media, They can't get any of their policies through. They can't get any narratives through. It's possible for them. Possible.
2: Okay? End of story.
1: End of story. It's Rob It's Rob be right back. After quick... Not a lot, but quick.
6: Are you, are you coming to the train? Led by a man who wants to break the chains. Establishment is terrified, they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year. On the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane Media is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men call out the fools who lead in vain Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where a hat of hope side by side with me Make America great again Break the chain Let's meet this year On the Trump train
4: And we are going to be respected by the world again And not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people Being led by incompetent politicians It's not going to go on any longer
6: Are you... Are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution and break the chains. Let's meet this year on a trauma train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win. And we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again. Greater
4: than ever before. We are back, ladies
3: and
1: gentlemen. It's Rob Zicarelli's Rob Scare show. Don't forget to go to our uh, our Twitter feed. It's uh, at Rob Zicarelli show. You can go there. You can follow us. You'll you'll, you'll love our stuff. You'll you'll love everything about us because we're just a bunch of really happy-go-lucky people here. <laughs> There is a bunch of happy go lucky people here. So follow us, listen to us. Uh you will um uh, you will like it all. Okay. <sighs> and it's funny, because I seen this article the other day and we didn't get to it um yesterday because we had our gay fill the week before. Remember the week before we had the uh the bathroom ban, uh the the tranny bathroom band so so we went we went gay there. And then we had the Milo controversy. Him talking about uh being 13 years old and having a uh older gay man teach him the ropes of being gay and we did that whole segment. So we were gayed out last week. We're like over the top, literally. We were over the top gayed out. Too much gay. So we didn't talk about when we rise. Yes, because I I just. Too much gayness. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Too much gayness. Um, It's funny because. It was a ratings flop, like a disaster. And this kind of goes with what I was saying in this last segment when we were talking about uh, the New York Times and 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 the reporter Christoph, uh, whatever his name is, um, asking the IRS, basically asking people to to commit felony to go after Trump. And I and I said the Democrats would literally be nothing. At, like, they would be beyond the Whig Party
2: if they didn't have the media.
3: If it
1: wasn't for the media, uh, Democrats and their policies would be nothing. Absolutely nothing.
2: Force, they, they, they do everything in their power To scare
1: you, uh, demonize you, uh, normalize, like, they, and it's all with the media. They can never just say to the American people, and, and, uh, voters, hey, would you guys like this? Why would you guys not like them? Just just real simple basic stuff. They have to scare you. They have to 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 use propaganda. Because they know that if they let people make up their own minds, nine out of ten times they don't go for the liberal side they don't go for the liberal bs
2: so when
1: we rise i had no idea what it was out here in los angeles and now i'm not talking about the the media campaign but out here in law and as far as tv and, and radio and so forth a lot so out here in california billboards I'm talking about billboards, like, you know, 50 foot high billboards, like Hollywood billboards. Uh, and all the bus stops, uh, posters for when we rise, uh, uh, buses, when we rise on the sides of buses. Now, I never knew what the hell it was. I I never knew what it was. I had no idea what it was. Then at home, no matter what channel you put on, it didn't have to be
2: an ABC channel. Any channel was running commercials for When We Rise. When I finally
1: said this to someone, I said, What the hell is that? They go, Oh, it's, it's this whole. Um, LGBT. I go. It's it's a it's a what thing? (laughs) It's an LBG. I got a couple gay friends, and it's you know it's like use the proper word. So they're explaining it to me. So I'm like, oh, so basically what you're saying is, uh, it's a uh, eight hour drama. depicting America as a bunch of homophobic a-holes that just want to kill and gay bash. And just My friend's like, no. We just... I go, well, that's what you're explaining to me. <laughs> that's what you're explaining to me. That middle America, average America, hates homos. That's what you're explaining to me. not it. I go, that's what you're explaining. Yes, it is. Just, yes, it is. And sure as hell, that's what it was. The creator, this Dustin Lance Black, the big gay activist. And that's what it was. It was an eight-hour drama. It's a miniseries all about the struggles and setbacks of the LGBT community playing out in the 20th century and how middle America still hates them and despises them and well, all the promotions uh, all all the just what is it, The, the whole ambiguousness to, to suck people in. I'm not saying that you know literally suck people in, but because you, you don't know on the billboards, you know you don't, and even the the TV commercials. It's like, what is this? Seems like a lot of people that that are angry at Trump. <laughs> that was that was what I got out of the the commercials. I was like, oh, I get it. When we rise, it's like all these people. Who hate Trump and yeah, f Trump and so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, two million people watched this miniseries. That that's basically what they averaged. Two million people, and I got to imagine that two million people was basically split between California. In New York. I got to imagine. That 1 million people. In California watched it. And a million people. In New York watched it. And that's how they got their 2 million. And the reports. Which I didn't know. But the reports were. It was so bad. In that first night. That they started. Maneuvering. When to put the show. To try to get more people to watch it now remember this is prime time prime time like you can't get bigger than network prime time tv and to show all those commercials during the academy awards i mean that's your niche audience 30 million people who watched the Academy Awards saw the commercials for When We Rise. I mean, that is your niche audience.
2: And yet, 2 million people that's it watch this show. 2 million people. Only 2 million people stuck around to watch, what, 8 hours of
1: a whole bunch of people calling, I don't know, 60, 70 million people in America homophobes and intolerant groups. I mean they even put it around what does it say? They they put it around they they even put it on one of the other A B C shows. They they even put it around one of the other A B show A B C shows try to get it to take some of that audience. And that audience left. And, and the basic, see, I didn't watch it, but the basic critique was it resembled an infomercial for GLAD, gay and lesbian advocates and defenders. The New York Times, I mean, it's the New York Times paper record the most liberal said it played like a high-minded dutiful educational video again remember liberals democrats the only thing they got is the media It's all they got
2: that's all they got Because if
1: you leave any social issue, any policy issue open to the American people to make up their mind, they go against Democrats nine out of ten times. I mean, it happened out here in California with gay marriage. When gay marriage was put on the ballot box out
2: here. California voted against gay marriage and you think how could that be how could that be oh my god how could that be
1: So all Democrats have, all liberals got, is the media. So when they have a policy idea, when they have a social experiment they want to do, they take it to the media, and then the media
2: pushes it. Push it. And they push it.
1: And then they push it. Two million people watched this when we rise. Modern Family, that was it. The episode flopped. They're like, Oh, man. Let's try to get it with Modern Family. They got gay characters. We've been pushing that for years. People went, nah, sorry, ain't gonna watch it. Ain't gonna watch this this propaganda. It says the American people are homophobes and, you know, the whole thing. I didn't know this and it's so funny because I was going to watch an episode and then my girl goes oh no they 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 cancelled it I said really that was quick that show Doubt on CBS with Katherine Heigl remember the girl from Knocked Up she was the star of the show, but the other star of the show was Laverne Cox, you know, the drag queen. So that show got canceled, and that was supposed to be a big deal. Oh, the first drag queen in a in a in a major network show. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, they canceled that, and then I guess on USA there's a program. That's about a gay murder mystery called Eyewitness, and that was canceled. I don't know what it all means. I don't know what it all means. Now, Whoopi Goldberg was in When We Rise. Maybe people just don't like Whoopi Goldberg. Or maybe people just don't like being told they're homophobes. Maybe people just don't like being force-fed social engineering propaganda. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe people are just, just, just sick of it. Maybe people are saying, all right, enough's enough. Enough's enough. We had eight years of Obama. We had eight years of being told, this is what you have to like. And if you don't like it, you're a homophobe. You're a racist. You're an Islamophobe. Instead of it just taking its course
2: naturally,